You're listening to a Pave Media show. Visit pavemedia.net for more podcasts and video entertainment. Some films are fine just the way they are. Other films sometimes take it way too far. But really, how, how bad could it get? Let's go beyond. Beyond the box set. Welcome everybody to the Hungover Beyond the Boxer episode. It's an annual tradition. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it was the Oscars last night, wasn't it? It was. How did that go for Weedron? I thought it was a good show. What did you make of it? Yeah, it was on, on, on the whole pretty good. Didn't didn't have a big issue with no host. No, it was kept things going moving along at kind of a snappy pace. I yeah. would say that it meant that there weren't a lot of like moments mm-hmm. outside of the awards themselves mm-hmm. like there's usually like a some of the comedy bit really is dire when they do have hosts but sometimes yeah. it's really good uh, there's usually at least one or two good sketches and they just decided to have no sketches whatsoever mm. that I remember they just kind of gave out the awards did a few musical numbers and that was it yeah. so I guess that kept it to the three hour mark or more or less but yeah I don't know I feel like it was missing a little bit of personality maybe mm. but yeah I didn't like massively miss it mm-hmm. it did make things feel nice and brisk mm-hmm. so. Aside from all the endless commercial breaks, but that's standard yeah. for American television, I guess. So, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so do you want to just go through each award and? Uh... Sure. Yeah. Um, do you want to start at the top with best picture then, or do we want no, to start at the bottom? We'll start at the bottom. Okay, with the ones that nobody cares about. Well, people who wouldn't care. So the I'm just going to go from the bottom of mm-hmm. uh, Wikipedia then, and actually the first one is best visual effects, which I know pissed you off a little bit because that was. Avengers, Christopher Robin, Ready Player One, Solo A Star Wars Story, and First Man. Right. First Man, uh, meant to First it? Man over Avengers, which uh, yeah. meant Avengers got no Oscars this year. Yeah, well, I, I'm not annoyed with Avengers getting no Oscars for reasons that will come. Everyone knows, and we'll also talk about. Um, but just First Man didn't blow me away. Visually. No. Even taking away the fact that I found the film quite dull and the story boring, mm. I, I, there was no moment on it, in it visually when I thought, "Oh wow, this looks amazing!" Mm-hmm. Like it looked okay. There was some bits on the moon that I vaguely remember, but nothing that really made me think, wow, this is beautiful, mm, yeah. or this is so impressive. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah, I would, I'd say the same for Avengers, but you made, a good, you made a good case for it in terms of the motion capture that was used on Thanos, so fair enough, that was yeah. very impressive. Um, and then... Well, motion capture just never gets awarded, so... Well, yeah, and clearly it still, still isn't, so... Yeah. Um, yeah. The, I mean, looking at the other nominees... I've not seen Christopher Robin. It, that looked quite decent, though. It looked like yeah. the, the, the animation on Pooh and all the animals looked good. Solo, a Star Wars story, and Ready Play One, half of which kind of blew me away visually. So Ready Play One was just too much. Yeah. So I guess it was Avengers on off in for us, and it was not. So it was just... Yes. So yeah. First Man got an Oscar. Good for them. I would have been not happy with Christopher Robin, I think. Not that I've seen it, but just it did yeah. look... From the trailers, it looked flawless. Yeah, clearly that was the strongest thing about it, since mm-hmm. I don't think it shows up anywhere else. Yeah. Uh, okay, next one was Best Film Editing. Uh, this went to Bohemian Rhapsody. The other nominees were Black Klansman, The Favourite, Green Book, and Vice. I think this is a bit of a surprise. I think people thought this was going to go to Vice. Um, cool. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm, I'm happy with this one. Yeah, I guess this is um, based, based mostly around the end of the film. Yeah. The, the way they cut together the footage, well, they recreated the footage from Live Aid, mm-hmm. which was, under, whatever people think about Bohemian Rhapsody, some people love it, some people hate it. I think most people would agree that that scene is very impressive. And, yeah. Yeah, on the whole. So, I mean, it's hard to have a huge opinion on editing. If it's generally done well, you don't notice it. So, fair enough. And that was one of many for Bohemian Rhapsody last night. Mm-hmm. I, I never... No. Um, Bohemian Rhapsody wasn't always my choice for for, for the for the awards, for you know, in specific awards. But any awards that it won, I was always happy with it. Yeah, yeah. There was nothing where you thought, oh, I really didn't deserve that. Mm, so, yeah. yeah. Um, best costume design. Black Panther. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, this was obviously yeah. something you felt very strongly about. So. Yeah, I think we both did actually. So this was a that was, that was a good that was a happy moment and a very good speech. I remember mm. she was very good. Um, I think all the the, the Bohemian Rhapsody no all of the Black Panther wins were really nice because they they all felt like they really were celebrating it. I mean, obviously everyone who wins is going to celebrate winning, but yeah. it really felt like a celebration of the film and people were really happy and grateful and. Yeah, it felt was nice. Was this a speech where someone was really trying not to cry? Uh, yes, I, yes, it was. Yes. 
Uh, I can't remember exactly what her name was. Oh, well, it says here right here. Ruth E. Carter. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I remember her speech being one of the best ones of the night, definitely. Yeah. That was good. Hopefully she'll win some more in the future. Mm-hmm. Costume designers tend to pop up. Mm-hmm. Uh, that lost to The Ballad of Buster Scruggs, The Favourite, Mary Poppins Returns, and Mary Queen of Scots. So mm-hmm. any of those would have been good winners. They all, they all had good costumes, but yeah. no, Black Panther was clearly the one to beat there. Yeah. Uh, next up is... Oh, I've lost the page. Oh, best makeup and hairstyling. Now, that one did go to Vice over two films we have not seen, which are Border and Mary Queen of Scots. So, who knows? Who can say? Um, I think we decided we wanted Mary Queen of Scots just because, based on the trailer. Yeah. And because we didn't particularly like Vice. Yeah. And I'd, yeah, this whole makeup. It's the second year in a row that best makeup and hairstyling has gone to a film that puts someone in a fat suit. <laughs> it's just such an obvious way to win this award, I guess. Mm-hmm. It was Gary Oldman. I'm sure it won last year for Gary Oldman's fat suit in. Churchill, Dark oh, Star. Yes, it did. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's clearly the way to do it. Yeah. But I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I always, I never like it. It distracts me. It wasn't the level. I don't think the amount of prosthetic work was as distracting as it was on Darkest Star because mm-hmm. most of it was Christian Bale's own like weight gain, mm-hmm. but it still distracted me, like the, the the bald head and stuff. And yeah, I don't know. I'm just not a fan of that. I mean, it's very technically impressive, so sure, but uh, yeah. Nothing about Vice made me particularly happy. So mm-hmm. I think that's the only one it won, which I'm pleased with, if mm-hmm. that's the case. Yeah. Uh, best cinematography, no surprises whatsoever. This went to Roma. Oh, yeah. Deservedly yeah. so. Which looked gorgeous. Everybody expected. Yep. But so you can't argue with it. I mean, it looked amazing. No. Yeah, so. yeah, it really did. Mm-hmm. Uh, that beat out Cold War, The Favourite, Never Look Away, and The Star is Born. I've managed to see all of those except for Never Look Away. So, mm-hmm. But yeah, I, w- I would say it's the clear standout from a cinematography point of view mm-hmm. so yep yeah. uh, production design another one for Black Panther yeah yeah. Uh, great I'm not fully sure what this is but it's the sets isn't it so yeah I think I we guess. kind of thought that this wasn't going to go to Black Panther because a lot of it was green screened but I guess mm. they did a lot of well, obviously they did a lot of production design as well I guess yeah and just think of different scenes there probably was quite a few bits that were actually real of mm-hmm. um you know, like the casino scene, them walking through Wakanda, bits like that. Mm-hmm. Maybe um, like the throne, the various throne rooms. Yeah, there. Oh, yeah. That must have been... There were a few bits there. Shuri's mm-hmm. uh, workshop. I wonder if designing, what is it, if it's created with CGI, but d- designing the, yeah, probably. what will be, that probably falls under production design. Mm. And I guess, yeah, one thing you can say for Black Panther is it was a very visually engaging film mm-hmm. and very striking. Yeah. So. Yeah, that, that, yeah, I think that was a bit of a surprising win, but uh, definitely deserved. Mm-hmm. Uh, beat the favourite, First Man, Mary Poppins Returns, and Roma. Yep. Uh, I think Roma were all the favourite we expected to win that one. Uh, but not was not to be. Okay, sound editing and sound mixing we'll do together. Uh, both went to Bohemian Rhapsody and both had the same nominees, except for A Quiet Place was in uh, sound editing and Star is Born was in sound mixing. But now for them won, so it didn't matter. <laughs> so we just going to go to? Uh, the both went to Bohemian Rhapsody. You are not with it. What? No. <laughs> Have you had a progressive progressive hangover? Yeah. He seemed quite chipper before. What are you going yeah. Harry was on the Prosecco last night and I did warn him, but once again, he didn't listen to me. You did warn me. I did. I, told you, I said you should probably maybe drink some beers, but rather than like two bottles of Prosecco. Yeah, well, mixing drinks probably wasn't going to be a better idea. No, but drinking less Prosecco might have been. I'm yeah. just saying. Like... Yeah, 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 but that's, that's, that's not the warning. Also, that's not like... The best idea anybody's ever had. Sorry, the most original idea anybody's ever had. I didn't say it was an original idea. I just said, I warned you. I'm allowed to get drunk in my own house. Shut up. I'm Leave me alone. All right, fine. I'm just, you know. You, now you're paying for it. Mm, it's all right. I'm just feeling a bit low energy. Okay, well, fine. Fair enough, then. Mm. Let's move on. Um, yeah, Bohemian Rhapsody, sound editing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think was probably, again, well-deserved. It. We talked about this a lot. In the past, like the way it mixes Freddie Vic, Mercury's vocals with Rami Malek's and mm-hmm. makes the live a bit sound. Um, yeah. They really put, put you in a, they really put you in that place, especially during the concerts. So, yeah. I yeah, think even, it was very well deserved. Yeah. I think even Bohemian Rhapsody's most ardent critics would probably have trouble, like, complaining too much about those. It's yeah. clearly something it did very well. Yep. Or two things it did very well. <laughs> I am sad that A Quiet Place didn't get any Oscar love, especially because sound was. Mm. Know, yeah. That was that, really yeah. That, 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 that would have been a really nice win. Yeah. A little disappointing there. Yeah. But, uh, okay. No. Oh. I think the yeah, the, like you said before, I think the main through f- the main thread from every time Bohemian Rhapsody won, none of us were like jumping off our chairs screaming. We were all just kind of like, yeah, it deserves to win that, I guess. Mm. Like, it was hard to feel too strongly about any of the things it won. Mm. Just like, yeah, sure, we liked it. Mm. You know, I'm thinking about uh, Black Panther winning its Oscars, and 
And I, I, I fully believe that it's an Oscar-worthy film. Mm-hmm. But I'm just wondering about production design. So if there is all the sets and everything like that, is it necessarily better than any other comic book movie for production design? I don't know. You've seen more than me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know why I'm asking you. I'm just asking the question. Like, other things like, say, The Dark Knight, for example. Mm. That's, yeah. There's a lot going on there, set-wise. Mm. I'm thinking of... Although that one did get... No, that, that one did get a lot of nominations. I'm not sure how many wins it got. I'm sure they've been nominated in the past many times. I don't yeah. know which ones. The one that's tr- I suppose yeah, it's not the first comic mo- comic book movie to win an Oscar, so no. I should I should eat my word there. Yeah, well, the one that <clears throat> strikes me that I remember comes to mind is um, for some reason is Doctor Strange. I think some of that being very visual. I don't think that's more yes. visual effects or production design or both, or probably more visual effects. Yeah, I think visual effects because it's very CGI heavy even by yeah. Marvel standards. Like but, yeah, yeah. No, I don't know. Um, but yeah, I think it's only best picture that it was the first. Yes, yes, so, yes. Yeah, I, no, I realised that halfway through my little monologue there. And... Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, no, it's, it's still, I mean, it's still one, so it's still worth thinking, you know, is it a standout from that perspective or is it just mm. very good? I think from my limited understanding of the category, I think it probably deserved it. Yeah. yeah. Um, another thing it may or may not have deserved, a best original score. What, Black Panther? Yes. Did it win it? Um, it did, yes. Okay, cool. Uh, against um, uh, Black Klansman, If Beale Street Could Talk, Isle of Dogs, and Mary Poppins Returns. Well, I don't. Re- I didn't really like Mary Poppins. Don't mm. remember Isle of Dogs. Um, only a little bit remember Black Klansman. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, If Beale Street, yeah, Beale Street was nice. Um, uh, but in Black Panther, like I did notice different things, and it felt very original. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In the in. The way that the film felt very original. Sure, um, yeah. Well, not just original, but just, you don't see many African films. No, true. I did um, find it quite amusing that it was like, everything else with Black Klansman was, you know, a lot of African-American and African, you know, costumers, production designers, mm-hmm. you know, it was very much a black production as, as it should have been, which is one of the reasons it's mm-hmm. been so celebrated. Uh, the score, um, you know, sounded very authentic from, you know, to my ears, and obviously it's been well respected because it won this award. Uh, the whitest guy in the world, yeah. <laughs> with the most, like, Scandinavian, like, white name in the world as well, like yeah. Ludwig Göransson. Yeah, I'm guessing. Which film won this? Black Panther. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, sorry, you, were you not then just talking about Black Klansman? No, no, sorry, I'm talking about Black Panther. Cool, you, I think you said Black Klansman. Sorry, I meant Black I'm Panther. I'm not sure, we'll get mixed up here. Yeah. No, Black Panther, the one that won, you know. God, all these films sound the same. They do, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it's interesting that they went with him, but I think he is friends with the director. Right? Yeah. Obviously he did a good job because he won an Oscar for it. Um, I would have liked this to go to Beale Street though. I just thought, I, maybe I'm biased because I saw that in the cinema mm-hmm. last week and really loved it. But the score was just like arrestingly beautiful and was like it was like a separate character in the film. Sure. However, I, I do think it was quite forgettable. Like months from now, you're not going to... Months from now, even if you just hear that without watching the film, mm-hmm. you probably won't be able to identify it. It's sure. not like, say... The Shape of Water, which I'm sure if you heard the score to that now, mm-hmm. without watching the film, you'd you'd, re- you'd, you'd recognise it. True. And, obviously, anything by John Williams. Yes. No, that's true. The Black Panther one is probably... Not the Black, not the Black Panther. is Actually, no, I, I would recognise Black Panther as just the way the, sort of the fanfare that happens. Yeah, it? it's it's hard to compare because it's so Very ubiquitous. Music, yeah. It's been everywhere, so you've heard it so much, whereas I've not yeah. heard the Bill Street one again, apart from a brief clip of it mm. at the Oscars when, I was, when they were announcing the category, and I was like, oh... Like, it's just as lovely as I remember it being. But you're right, it's not something I might necessarily go back to. Yeah, um, yeah and Black Klansman had a had a decent score. Mm. The Mary Poppins one was a bit too reductive of the first one, so hard to get excited about. And yeah, yeah I Love Dogs, I don't really remember that well, but no. nice enough. Uh, original song, uh, obviously went to Shallow from um, mm-hmm. Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper. What do you think of the performance of Shallow in this? Uh, I thought, yeah, they sang it really nicely. I thought the way they staged it was good. Uh, they kind of come out from the audience and mm-hmm. sit around the piano. It looked like it was it was well shot. Yeah. Um, it was very distracting that Lady Gaga decided to turn up as Ross from Friends in the episode when he gets the eight <laughs> consecutive fake tans in a row. Yeah. Was, I don't know, it was the lighting uh, or something? I, I, think it, I think it was a mixture of the two. Because like, when you see audience shots of her, she still looked orange, but not as orange. Yeah. Um, and I think that in the audience, Bradley Cooper looked all right. but then when And he, he's normally super orange, so yeah, like, yeah. for her to look orange but, by him. But then when he was on stage with her, he looked like... Just as bad, really. Yeah, that's true. I think the lighting on the stage didn't help. It yeah. didn't flatter her skin tone on the night. But yeah, it was alarming. She looked like she... You know, when some people are so... I think it was fake tan, obviously. Mm. You know, when people are so sunburned that it looks like they it hurts to touch yeah. them. Like, I, I felt bad for her. I was genuinely concerned for her well-being. Yeah. <laughs> um, what did you think of the uh, 
the way they sort of finished the song with the two of them just staring into each other's eyes, like mm. threatening to kiss each other. It was a bit much. Like. Yeah, it felt very staged to me. <laughs> yeah, because they're not really it a couple. It looked very sweet, and the camera zoomed in, and it was yeah. all like, oh, this is, this is like in the film. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. yeah. Well, I guess they've been on this journey together now for a couple of years, you know, making the film and then promoting the film and then promoting mm. the Oscars for the film. And this film. is the end of that Yeah, that's, so it probably was a bittersweet moment for them. Yeah. But I've, I'm sure both of them have partners and might have been in the audience yeah. a bit like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> should I be worried? Like, yeah. Uh, but yeah, and that was the only thing Star is Born won. It kind yeah. of got shut out, which, yeah. Although there was nothing that it didn't it's not, win. It's not a big shame. No, no, I, I think it, they well, were it, disappointed. It, it wasn't robbed of anything. No. It? Yeah, maybe it did, it did deserve one Oscar. Um, but uh, yeah, certainly didn't deserve like Best Picture or anything. No, I, I can't think of anything that it didn't win that I felt like it really deserved to win. Yeah. And it won this, which was the most obvious thing that it was going to win. So, yeah, fair enough. Lady Gaga can now call herself an Oscar winner. Yes. Just not for acting. Yes. But, you know, maybe another day. Uh, so oh, that's the... fine. I mean, she's, she got an EGOT yet? Um, well, that's a good point. She's going to be on her way. She's got Grammys, isn't she? She definitely has Grammys. Uh, I don't think she has a, to- has a Tony. I don't yeah. think she's done any like stage shows that aren't her own concerts. Mm-hmm. And what's the other word? Emmy? Yes, yeah, she has. Did she get an Emmy for... I know she got a Golden Globe for... Um... American Horror Story. I don't know if she got an Emmy for it, but... Mm. but she's got the hardest one now. Yeah. So the other three, not to make... Not to denigrate the other three, but I'm sure she can... Yeah. She'll have ample opportunity to get sweep up the rest. Yeah, she's got two out of four, so at least maybe three. Uh, yeah, what did you think of the other performances and songs? So there was well, first of all, there was all the stars from Black Panther, which was not performed at all, mm-hmm. which was because Kendrick Lamar was it is Kendrick Lamar, right? Yes, yeah. was unavailable to perform. Mm-hmm. Um, strange choice not to get someone else because they didn't have the necessarily because Bette Midler did um, the Mary Poppins one, and she's not obviously the singer of that oh, yeah. in the film. It's it's weird because like. Why? Why would you not come to the Oscars? Like, if, if, like Kendrick Lamar. How many times is he going to go to the Oscars in his life? Sure. I don't really. I don't. I don't Maybe know. He's exactly. just not interested. Yeah. In well, if he had so. a concert pre-book, you know, something you, you can't always get out of that. He's he's a busy musician. You know. Ah, I suppose. Uh, yeah, and who knows? Who knows? He might have had other reasons. I don't know exactly why he chose not to come. But mm. anyway, um, he wasn't there. Uh, as I mentioned, Bette Midler performed the Mary Poppins song, which mm-hmm. I still think was the wrong song for the film to nominate. It's one of the most forgettable ones. Oh, yeah. The cover is not the book. Is I easily yeah. the Easily one. the most memorable one, yeah. Um, but no, it was this, the boring ballad instead, the place mm-hmm. where all the lost things go. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there was Al Fight from RPG, which was uh, basically two minutes of Jennifer Hudson bellowing. <laughs> Couldn't really detect much of a song in there, unfortunately. No. Um, I mean, I like Jennifer Hudson, but uh, that song wasn't very good, mm. in my opinion. And uh, when a cowboy trades his spurs for blues, which is that nice country. Oh, when he, when a cowboy trades his spurs for wings. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. which is the quite lovely country duet from the Ballad of Buster Scruggs. Yeah, which fell a bit flat on the night. It was a yeah. bit dull, but I w- I've now seen the film. And I would say it's the highlight of the film, which I still think you should watch. It's, yeah. it's easily one of the best part of the film, and it's a very very good film. Okay. Um, then moving on up to okay, a couple that we can't really talk about much. Well, best act live action short film. Haven't seen any of them. Mm. Uh, couldn't really say anything about that. One year, one year we'll get to them, but it wasn't sure. this year. Yeah. Uh, best animated short film was won by Bao, which is convenient enough the only one we've seen. It's the Pixar one. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's certainly something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes, that one. Yeah, I mean Pixar always win these. It seems, and you know that's true. Yeah. yeah. So, that was a really good short film. It was good. It was yeah, alarming. Uh, yeah. <laughs> made some choices. Yeah. But uh, we, 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 your housemate was watching with us last night and she has not seen Bal. Uh, the, the tiny clips that they showed during the presentation. She was like, oh, that looks adorable. So sweet. I can't wait to see that. And I, we were kind of like, well, yeah. <laughs> it yeah. goes some places. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we won't spoil it for you, but if you've not seen Bal, do seek it out. It's mm-hmm. quite something. And it's not like horribly obsessing or anything. It's just, well, it makes some choices. Mm-hmm. Uh, best documentary feature went to Free Solo. Again, mm-hmm. we've not seen any of these. Uh, this was the one about the, uh, the the climber who free climbs, which means oh, you yeah. climb like climb up mountain tops and like without, without ropes or with, with no ropes with no protection. Yeah. yeah, take your life into your hands basically. Very stupid, but mm-hmm. some people are thrill seekers. Mm-hmm. Apparently, it's amazing. I think that I think I'd struggle to watch that. I think it would make me feel a bit sick. Mm. Uh, yeah, but I haven't seen, I haven't seen any of the competitions, so couldn't really comment on that. Yeah, and um, best documentary short period end of sentence. Uh, I enjoyed the. Sorry, what? The best documentary short was won by period, end of sentence. All right, I, I thought you were just... No, I wasn't saying period, <laughs> so end of just... sentence. Yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, not seen it, but uh, it was, I believe it's about menstrual rights or, I don't know, something oh, yeah, menstruation. I think, I think it clearly was, given the speeches that were... Yeah, 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 but the, I think, I don't know, but yes, it was a very, even though I'd not seen the, the short, it was a good speech. Mm. They, they were, it was a 
group of women who produced it, mm-hmm. and uh, they were very excited and happy. Yeah. And they all seemed to have the exact same on the verge of tears voice. Was, they did, didn't they? <laughs> like like speaking slightly too loud as if they were slightly hard of hearing and it was mm-hmm. affecting the way they, their volume control was working and mm-hmm. almost crying. But, but you know, it's a big moment. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, best foreign language film went to Roma. No. Which is no surprise at all. No surprise whatsoever. Maybe this is why it didn't win Best Picture. Maybe people thought we'll give it this instead. You know, it split the votes a bit. Like you know, well, no, like it was always going to get that. It being the only Best Picture nominee to be in that category. Yes. And but, I mean, this is what maybe the people who wanted who were like, well, maybe I should vote for Roma, or maybe I'll vote for something else in Best Picture. Mm. Were like, well, Roma gets Best Foreign, and then you know, mm, yeah, maybe I don't yeah, know, perhaps. Anyway, um, I have not seen two of the other ca- three of the other candidates. I did see Cold War. So the other candidates are Kapanam from Lebanon, Cold War from Poland, Never Look Away from Germany, and Shoplifters from Japan. Um, yeah, Cold War was really good. Mm. I don't think you'd like it. Okay, um, cool. Just because it's another black and white, quite slow-moving, arty film. Um, not in the English language. Not in the English language. So it ticks a lot of boxes that you don't generally yeah. find yourself enjoying, which is fine. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it, it's somewhat more plot-driven than Roma, but it's still quite slow-moving. But mm. I, I liked it, and it looks very pretty. Mm. Um, the main lady in it, had the camera loves her. She was gorgeous. Anyway, um, animated feature, Spider-Man, Into the Spider-Verse. Mm-hmm. I know you were happy with this. Well, we all were. Yeah. Clearly, a very deserved win. Yes. Um, see, there's a few, there were quite a few this last night that won that you were really recent for, and mm. I was expecting you to have like bigger reactions to it, but you spent the whole time on your phone trying to make sure you were the first person to announce to this Facebook group you're in, so... Yes. <laughs> It was great. Yeah, no, I'm glad you had a good time. I got some good posts in. Good, yeah. Some, got some good engagement. I mean, to be fair, I've not, I've not been on the internet so far today, so I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> maybe all the posts have been taken down by admins, or yeah. maybe they've all started hateful arguments. You probably it's, un, it's unlikely. It's a very safe group. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> well, anyway, Spider Verse was a good win, um, and a very, I think, a very deserved win in the category. Um, up against The Incredibles 2, Isle of Dogs, Mirai, and Ralph Breaks the Internet. Mm-hmm. We discussed all of those uh, recently, anyway, on our preview, but uh, I have since seen Mirai, which is the only one I had not seen. Mm-hmm. And I'd probably put that second in my list. Yeah. It was very nice. It was, you know, another very nice Japanese anime. Yeah. Uh, just just not much to it. It was just about, like, a little boy who, he's like three or four years old, and then his, he has a baby sister is born, and then he starts to feel a bit displaced, you know, as kids do when mm-hmm. they get siblings. And then he starts, like, it just follows him imagining and meeting his future his sister when she's a grown up meeting his mom and dad when they were young it just like takes him on all this little journey where he kind of make makes sense of you know his place in the family and stuff it's very sweet it was mm-hmm. nice I liked it oh, but, okay yeah it wasn't certainly wasn't as blow your mind amazing as Spider Verse but yeah it was certainly a, had more to it than Isle of Dogs Incredibles two and Ralph Breaks the Internet none of mm-hmm. which none of which really blew me away no so yeah good for Spider Verse mm-hmm. uh, next up best adapted screenplay uh, was won by Black Klansman over The Ballad of Buster Scruggs, Can You Ever Forgive Me, If Beale Street Could Talk, and A Star Is Born. Sure. Yeah. I liked how A Star Is Born was a, was being adapted from another film. Like, they even said that. Yes. It was just adapted from another screenplay. Yeah, from three of our screenplays. So, yeah, I don't think that was ever really a, a big contender for this category. No. Um, the other ones, yeah, Black Klansman. Again, I mean, the, this is a hard one to judge because I've not obviously read the scripts or the books. So, but, I mean, yeah, Black Klansman had... Good writing. Mm-hmm. It was it was a compelling story in many ways. Uh, was a Star is Born like back in the day based on a book? I don't think so. I think it was a film first, but don't so it was literally an original film that became unoriginal. Yeah, yeah. I, I think so. But I mean, I might be wrong, but that's what I believe to be true. Right. Uh, but yeah, I think it's probably for of um, having not read the source material. I did. If Beale Street could talk, I really liked, but you could really tell it was based on a book because yeah. there was a lot where they were just reading what well, obviously passages yeah. from the book. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Can You Ever Forgive Me would have been a nice win just because that was one that did unfortunately go home empty-handed and mm-hmm. was one of my favourites of the season mm-hmm. and it was very well written but can't argue with Black Klansman really in, mm-hmm. in this one uh, original screenplay um, easy to judge because we haven't you know got to compare it to anything uh, Green Book won this one I think again slightly surprisingly against mm-hmm. the favourite First Reformed Roma and Vice mm-hmm. I was glad Vice didn't win because yeah. I actively hated that screenplay yeah. <laughs> uh, Roma I mean, not that dial- the script is all in the dialogue, but it was so dialogue light that you know didn't really I couldn't really see see it as a big contender for this one. Yeah, I agree. I'd have given this to the favorite because I thought the dialogue just was sparkling and brilliant and mm-hmm. fantastic. Uh, Green Book was fine. Like I think the writing was one of the weaker elements of it. Really, like there were parts that I thought were a little bit too heavy-handed and a little bit. Yeah, there were some very funny was- bits in it, but not really in the same way. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not too sure, but yeah. yeah. And then the other one was First Reform, which I've not seen, but I should because I've heard it's amazing. People keep saying it should have been nominated for much more than it was, but mm-hmm. anyway, maybe one day we'll do it. Uh, okay, we're up to the acting ones now. Supporting Actress, the first award of the night, I believe, went to Regina King in If Beale Street Could Talk, mm-hmm. beating out Amy Adams in Vice, Mar- Marina de Tavira in Roma, Emma Stone and Rachel Vice, both from The Favourite. Mm-hmm. So I was really happy with this one. Yeah. I really, really liked If Beale Street, and I thought she, Regina King was easily the standout. She had some really beautiful scenes. Um, Do you think she was? Yeah. In, in that film. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, um, they were all good. It was a great cast, but I mm. really liked... She, I don't know, she just had presence. Mm, okay. I think it was similar to Mahershala's win when he was in Moonlight. You know, obviously, mm-hmm. same director Barry Jenkins. Mm-hmm. It's like it's not one where you get a load of big moments, like you know, big actor moments. It's just more like there's just something about them. They just kind of like hold the film together in a way that I think a supporting actor should. So. Yeah, and there was some. Yeah, there's a couple. There were a couple of really important scenes in the film that she kind of was kind of the central part of. So, and she's an actress who's been around for a long time, done a lot of good work, never really been appreciated before. So. Mm-hmm. It was nice. She gave a very good speech, got very emotional. Um, yeah, it kicked off the show on a high for me. Yeah. I'm guessing you still wish Emma Stone had got it? No, I didn't feel passionately about no. anybody in this award, really. Mm. Um, I, th- I think I'd have... Uh, yeah, I'd have been quite happy with Emma Stone, but uh, I'm very happy with Regina King as well. Yeah, it was a nice one. Um, in Best Supporting Actor, Mahershala Ali, mm. winning his second Best Supporting Actor Oscar. So yeah. he's now got the double, which is... yeah. Very impressive, especially to achieve it in just three years. Um, yeah, in Green Book, obviously. Uh, beating out Adam Driver in Black Clansman, Sam Elliott in A Star Is Born, Richard E. Grant in Can You Ever Forgive Me, and Sam Rockwell in Vice. I was gutted for Richard E. Grant. I really, this yeah. is one I really wanted him to get. Yeah, me too. And uh, I, I think that of of, of of this category, it's either him or Mahershala Ali. Yeah, I mean, I can't... Um, I can't like Everybody else was just... They, well, who was it again? So yeah, Adam Driver in Black Klansman. He was he was just nothing. Yeah, I mean he wasn't nothing, but it didn't. It wasn't a particularly exciting performance. It didn't stand out. I would have been annoyed because also he's the wrong person to be nominated from that film. Yeah, that would have been yeah because that really did the the lead actor should have been nominated really. I yeah, think he should have been over uh, Willem Dafoe in. But we'll get to that anyway. Yeah, uh, Sam Elliott in The Star Is Born. Again, yeah, not moments, really that interesting. No, he didn't have much to do. No, we had like one or two big scenes, but yeah. not. No, it, did, it wasn't like a standout. It was more like... And he was just doing himself. Yeah, exactly. Well, I think he's one of those actors who always kind of plays, if not himself, then a similar kind of character. Yeah, uh, and that's fine, but I don't really think that it's Oscar-worthy if you're just playing the same character every single time. No, only I think only if you, you need to play the to... best version of... If you, if you do the same yeah. character all the time, then it needs to be the film that shows the best version of that character, whereas this yeah. is just like another Sam Elliott performance. Yeah. So, yeah, very good. Because but... like Richard E. Grant wasn't really doing like... Every Richard E. Grant character, like his character was unique. I mean, it's still a very Richard E. Grant yeah. role, but it was a unique character. It, it took what Richard E. Grant does in other things and elevated it to like one of the best performances he's, he's ever given. Mm. Whereas the Sam Elliott one was just like, oh, here's Sam Elliott. Everyone likes Sam Elliott. Yeah. He's doing Sam Elliott. Yeah. Like, yeah. So yeah, I really wish this. Voice is yeah. low. Yes. Uh, and Sam Rockwell in Vice, I don't think should have been nominated. I've said no. that before. It was because he, he was doing both Sam Rockwell and George Bush and that's it yeah he was and doing his, his standard Sam Rockwell performance yeah. and a George Bush impression yeah and it, there was really nothing to it particularly no. he didn't have any particularly interesting stuff to do in that film um, but yeah so I wish it had been Richard E. Grant but you can't really hold it against Mahershala because he was great in Green Book mm-hmm. I think Green Book is really elevated by the quality of the acting I think if it wasn't those two or actors of that quality it would be a much weaker film so yeah fair enough yeah can't get too mad about that mm-hmm uh, okay, so the big ones now. Okay, so best... We'll, we'll do best actor first, actually, because that was announced first. Um, Rami Malek won for Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. Over uh, Christian Bale, Bradley Cooper, Willem Dafoe, and Viggo Mortensen. Yeah, I was, I was only there for either him or Bradley Cooper. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought both of them were just outstanding in their roles. They mm-hmm. yeah, just completely forgot that they were those people. Sure, yeah. Um, which is really something for Bradley Cooper, because I know him from so many things. Yeah. Rami Malek, I don't really know that well. Have you seen that show, Mr. Robot, that he's in, that was what made him famous? I watched, like, an episode or two. Yeah, I've heard it's yeah. great, but I've never actually seen it. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, so, like, Brian Malley, he just, I completely forgot that he wasn't Freddie Mercury. Sure. Pretty much yeah. while watching the film. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, that, that is great. Yeah, I wouldn't go that far, but I definitely enjoyed the physicality he put into it. I thought, again, he, he was the absolute standout of the film. He's the reason the film works, much yeah. like Green Book. If it wasn't... If that act performance wasn't as good as it was, this film would not be nominated for any Oscars, let alone mm-hmm. like as many as it actually did end up getting. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I think I was I was really happy Christian Bale didn't win just because I just take issue with that performance and that film. Well, I think Rami Malek's done very well because if he did anything slightly not right, mm-hmm. then I think a lot of people would be quite angry about it. Yeah, it's because it's such a beloved character. Yeah, this always thing when you do a real life person, especially someone who's been a celebrity in the yeah. modern times, you're really look, looking at them under like a microscope to see them mess it up, and he mm-hmm. yeah he did really well with it. So like the Elton John film that's coming up. Mm-hmm. I am not looking forward to it at all because I do not like Taron Edgerton. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's a good choice for this. I've, it's I, a weird choice. I, to I, 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 I could be, I could be brought around. Like I will watch it, and maybe, maybe he'll be great. But mm. I'm just thinking of how cocky he is. Yeah, and you know what? Maybe Elton's cocky. Well, Elton, Elton's famously got a temper. Like you know, he's okay. famous for having tantrums and stuff and being mm. quite a diva. But yeah. We're going off topic slightly here, but yeah. it's a. It seems like a weird choice for Elton John because Elton John's never really been like much of a looker. Mm. Like you know, he got by on pure talent, which mm-hmm. you know is great. But I think there's even a line in the trailer and he's like, "Who's going to put a fat little nerd like me in you know, on, on a big stage?" There's some line in the trailer mm. for this Elton John film, yeah. and I was like, "Well, Taron Edgerton, you pretty, you know, you, you you're not the you're not." Really, the character, you know, like yeah, you don't look particularly like Elton. I think it would have been somebody who was a bit more quirky looking, who you know looked like they might actually struggle to, you know, make it in this industry. It would I mean, I'm sure he's going to have his hair shaved off to make him look balding, and mm-hmm. he might have put on some weight or something, or mm-hmm. I don't know. But yeah, I think the Elton John thing, any film like that that comes out immediately after the Oscars, you know, <laughs> is probably not going to be very good because it's probably like well, squeezed us out mm. during a quiet period. But what do you say that? Not all films happen like that. Like, Dunkirk came out about that time. I think, um, well, it, Black, Black, Black Panther came out. Well, Marvel's different because they don't, need, they don't need to put their release, build their release schedules around Oscars. True. They, they, they will do well at any time. Uh, Dunkirk, yeah, it did come out early, but it wasn't like straight after the Oscars. Okay. It was like in April or May or something. So mm. it was like a summer release. And again, it was strong enough that it didn't need to just plan itself around the Oscars, which mm-hmm. was good. But yeah. Um, anyway, so back to Bohemian Rhapsody. Very uh, Malik, yeah. Good for him. Yeah. Um, I deserved to win in many ways. I was sad for Bradley Cooper too, but not devastated for him. No. He'll have he, other opportunities. Has he won before? No, he's not. He's turning okay. into a bit of a... He's, he's obviously young. He's turning into a bit of a Glenn Close. He's missed out like... Yeah. I think this is like his sixth or seventh nomination now. If you include... Be- oh no, he wasn't nominated for Best Director. So maybe it's like fourth or fifth. Mm. So anyway, he's had a few, mm-hmm. but I'm sure he'll have more, more opportunities. And the, yeah. each time he doesn't win, there's going to be more sympathy for him. So yeah. the time may come. Mm-hmm. Or he may be Glenn Close and the time may never come. <laughs> Uh, speaking of, uh, so Best Actress, mm-hmm. one of the big surprises of the night, and to me a delightful surprise. Well, we all just jumped up and screamed Yeah, and did a shot. It was a, great, it was a great, like, I think every Oscars needs a good bit near the end, because at the end is usually when you start to, you know, the no, bigger one. Going. Yeah, you know where it's going, and it starts, you know, it's like when Moonlight and La La Land happened. Mm-hmm. That was perfect, because it was like, oh, it's ended on a bit of a meh, and then, oh no, it's great, and it's, yeah. you know. This was that for us. Not in the same yeah. way, obviously. There was no, like, big, you know, shock. Well, it was a shock, but it wasn't, like, no one read out of the wrong envelope. I guess that what's different with this one compared to all the other awards, um, like, as you mentioned earlier, that I was just online about, um, those ones, they weren't big surprises. No. Like, it wasn't a major surprise that Black Panther won its three Oscars and Spider-Verse no. won its Oscar. No, not at all. Um, I mean, not, you know... But uh, yeah, with this one, it was a surprise, and it was just so great. Yeah, because we all wanted, we all said out loud that we're we're rooting for it. But yeah, and I didn't expect it. Yeah, I'd completely resigned myself to Glenn Close winning this because she yeah. won a lot of the previous awards, and like she, it's her seventh nomination. I'm very glad that Glenn Close didn't win it. I mean, we'll do full reviews of the films that we've still not yet done. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, her role in the wife, I really thought was just your standard. Um, Oh, somebody's just being so subtle and brooding through the whole film, and then mm-hmm. emotional at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is. Well, I just didn't think it was that good of a film. Like it was mm. fine, but it felt like a play. We'll, we'll review it, but it was it very much like felt like a pl- more of a play than a film. Yeah. And yeah, it, got, it it didn't get nominated for anything else. Not many people saw it, which you know isn't necessarily a deal breaker. But it, I think it was definitely a career campaign, not mm. a this is the best performance of your career yeah. campaign. So yeah, I mean, yeah, she, she's not she's not dying. You know, she's seventy one. <laughs> she'll and you know next time she gets nominated, you know. God knows that, again, like Bradley Cooper, mm. the level of sympathy mm-hmm. will be give her a huge boost. So yeah, I think, you know, Glenn Close has picked up a lot of awards. People, she reminded the world how great she is. She'll probably get better film roles for the next couple of years. She can be, she'll be fine. Mm. Uh, but Olivia Colman, this was really her moment. Like mm. we said on the review of the favorite, I think like this is 
again, she's young and she'll have more opportunities and do more great work, I'm mm-hmm. sure. But this was like the perfect Olivia Coleman role in a great, great film. Yeah. Yeah, and her speech was wonderful. Understand? She was shocked, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> she she always seemed shocked, but she was like genuinely shocked. Like, yeah. yeah, it was easily the highlight of the night for me. I just mm. loved it. So, a good feel good near finish. I really hope that uh, it's quite soon. She um, she goes on the Graham Norton show. I know oh, she's yeah. been on there recently to promote the favorite, but it'd be lovely to sort of she she returns home and that could be like a homecoming party. Yeah, that would just be great to see her come on. Particularly that show, I think, would mm-hmm. work really well. Well, she'll be the Crown will be coming out soon. She's oh, so she'll yeah. be promoting that. So I'm sure she'll be on the on the uh, on the trail. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm ex- I'm really excited for what she does next. Yeah, like obviously she's got the Crown, but be interesting to see what other roles she gets off because now suddenly her stock is so much higher. So mm-hmm. yeah, can't wait. Mm-hmm. What a lovely lady. Was this the only favorite? It was. Oh yes. Yeah, so that was really good because it looked like the favorite was going to go home empty-handed, which would have mm-hmm. been. A real shame. Yeah, it really would. Yeah. Like, again, there was nothing that it lost. I mean, production design and makeup and hair all was stuff that it could absolutely have won. Mm-hmm. And screenplay as well. But a lot of the times, the things that did win in those categories, except maybe, maybe except Green, but winning best screenplay, mm. the one that won was perfectly deserving of winning. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it yeah. felt like, oh, it's a shame for the favourites to go home empty-handed because it's such a good film, but it's just everyone's second and then finally it got this, which is, you know, for the standout thing about the film is her performance. So, yeah. Great. And I remember saying on our last Oscar episode that I wished she'd gone in supporting so that she would have won that one. Mm. But obviously, I was wrong, and I'm glad I was wrong. I'm happy to have been... <laughs> You're wrong in the, in the right way. Yeah, which yeah. is nice. It's nice to be wrong in the right way occasionally. Yeah. So yeah, good for Olivia Colman, and hopefully not her last nomination. I'd love to see her here again sometime. Yeah. Okay, just two more. Uh, best Director. This went to Alfonso Cuaron and Aroma. Mm-hmm. Yes. Again, not a massive surprise. No, not at all. This was... And I'm happy for him because I think that, that makes him the first person to ever, I think, even be nominated for both directing and cinematography. Because, like, he did the cinematography. Yeah, he did. Film. I'm not sure he's the first one ever, but yes, it's... Um... Well, somebody, somebody said it. So it's either, oh, is he? Oh, maybe it is then. Okay. It, 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 it's either the first person to win it or the first person to be nominated for both. Possibly. Okay. Yeah, well, um, sure. Yeah, I mean, that's a big achievement and he did fantastic work with, mm. with both, so... Yeah, this was always probably going to go to Roma. I think if it wasn't wasn't going to go to Roma, it might have gone to Spike Lee because he's very beloved. But yeah. in terms of the quality of the films, I think Roma was superior. So. Oh, Spike Lee. Oh, we didn't jumping about... on Samuel Jackson. Oh, we didn't talk about that. But we'll talk. <laughs> we'll tell you what, we'll talk about our favorite acceptance speeches in a minute. Okay. Yeah. When I know we touched on a few of them, but because yeah. there's a few we haven't really talked about. Uh, but yeah, direct... Alfonso Cuarón, very very good. So the other nominees for director were Spike Lee and Black Klansman, Power Power. Polish Polish name in Cold War. Uh, sorry, uh, Yorgos Lafimos in The Favorites and Adam McKay in Vice. Mm. Um, yeah. I would I would have liked The Favorite to win as well. Yeah, definitely. Um, that would be my second choice by far, yeah. or even my first choice. But I can't argue with with Roma. Mm. Yeah, very well directed. Mm-hmm. And Best Picture, which was something of a surprise, uh, went Ver- to Green Book. Very disappointing surprise. Yeah, it was. I mean, I did, I, especially I, like you showed me that 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 video beforehand. Yes, so um, th- there's a video that was on the Seth Meyers show called uh, "White Savior: The Movie," which is kind of parodying films like Green Book and Hidden Figures and all these films that sometimes and loads of films. Lots, yeah. I mean, they even put up how many films they've come out with. Yeah. One that's like The Blind Side and uh, Dangerous Minds. I think was one of them. There's loads of this, like you know, stories about racism told from the perspective of the white guy, which you know. Green Book kind of definitely falls into in places. Yeah. Uh, so and like almost everywhere. Almost every yeah exactly. Um, so it's a bit of a bland safe winner in as well in many ways. I think I said like you know we were talking about our predictions and I, I kind of said it's probably going to be Roma or maybe uh, Black Panther mm. or Green Book if they go super safe mm. and unfortunately they went super safe. Yeah, I I really didn't think it was going to be this. I thought mm. it was going to be Roma. Yeah, same. Because Roma feels like it's. Um, like it, it's 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 fairly safe. It's not it's it, it's it's not got a big sort of message that it's trying to put out mm-hmm. massively that's going to anger people. Yeah. Um. But also, it's not just your standard normal Oscars mm-hmm. La La Land kind of yeah. business. It's weird because because it, it, it really did feel like something different. Yeah. What Roma did. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. So I, I would really like I would really have liked Roma to win. Yeah. Same. Uh, it's it's weird because it's very rare. Normally, it's happened a few times in the last few years. Actually, I think even last year maybe. Uh, that best director and best picture goes to normally they go to the same film. That's mm. generally the way it works. Um, this in this case, not only did obviously Peter Farrelly, the director of Green Book, not win, he wasn't even nominated mm. for best director. Mm-hmm. So if people don't think the direction was that good, like what what did it? What, what, I wonder what people. Th- what made people think this was the best picture of the year? Is it just the acting? Because 
Well, the acting got awarded. Well, sure, yeah, I guess that's it. Well, half of it did. Half of it did, and, you know, I think... But even even then, actually, I don't think that... You know what, I'm, I'm, I'm take, taking it back. I don't think that Mahershala Ali deserved the award for this. Yeah. Because his acting was largely just getting emotional in the rain. Well, yes, that's literally happen. the scene they showed. <laughs> yeah, I guess because that's be the main more, acting scene. Couldn't be more of a cliched Oscar Oscar scene. Yeah, crying in the rain. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean I don't hate the film. A lot of p- people get really angry about this. Like I enjoyed the film. Mm. Like you know, it was perfectly nice. You know, um, it, it was a big crowd pleaser. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's why it won because I mean Black Panther was an even bigger crowd pleaser. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, it, you know sometimes the Oscars gets accused of like being a bit too artsy fartsy and not really doing reflecting films that people actually watch mm-hmm. people did watch this so yeah a bit of a meh ending to the night really yeah but it was I'm not like gritting my teeth over it though no I'm like, yeah. Uh, but yeah well, at least we got Olivia Coleman we did yeah it was, I think it was a, a another year with a good spread which means there were some some good results some mm-hmm. lots of good results but on the whole um, oh I, I, I think that most of the results were pretty good other than yeah. other than best picture I think yeah. that everything was pretty bang on that's yeah that's probably fair yeah, more or less yeah uh, there was, I don't really feel like there were many snubs. Like, no, it, not, was, it was a shame that A Quiet Place didn't get anything. Yeah, it was a shame Richard E. Grant didn't win, etc. But yeah. I wouldn't call it a snub. It's yeah. just a, yeah, the, way, the, way, the way it goes. So, um, Any particular highlights from acceptance speeches? Uh, well, let's talk about Spike Lee. That was great. Yeah, that was when he I, I, picked I, up Best Adapted Screenplay. Yes. I mean, well, firstly, Spike Lee's whole look was yeah. something. It was amazing. Um, yeah, he was yeah, wearing, like, I, full I, purple with like purple glasses. and Yeah, finally found, found some clothes that black people can't pull off. <laughs> well, maybe just Spike Lee. <laughs> I think he pulled it off. Just, Do you? Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it looked like it, his costume came out of a cereal box. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like he lost a bet or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so that was all something. Mm-hmm. But then, uh, yeah, that bit where he jumped on Samuel L. Jackson was mm. something else. Because also, Samuel like he's 70. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> well, so is Spike Lee. Is yeah, they're both pretty. Okay, old. well, Spike Lee looks seventy. Sam Jackson is obviously great. So yeah, I guess, I guess that's it. Yeah. But, but yeah, they, yeah, they, they could have done him an injury, but uh, yeah, it was funny. Like, imagine if he'd have jumped on him and they'd have both fallen to the ground and broken the hips. Yeah. Like, what, what a terrible, <laughs> terrible way that went. <laughs> uh, but it was really nice because Samuel L. Jackson was one of the presenters for that award, and he could not disguise his absolute glee when yeah. Spike Lee won because I think I think he was in a lot of the early Spike Lee films. So I think okay. Spike Lee was. Gave him some of his earliest jobs. So, what was the award again? Uh, the best best adapted screenplay for Black Panther. Okay. Yes. So, uh, and he gave a very good speech, um, Spike Lee. Mm. Um, you know, quite powerful. Um, but yeah, the moment when he just runs up and just leaps into, literally yeah. leaps into Sam Jackson's arms, <laughs> yeah. was just brilliant. Especially because the height differential, as, as well as yeah. both being old. Um, you know, Samuel L. Jackson. Spike Lee's not a large person. No, Samuel L. Jackson's like got to be like six four or something. Yeah. He's very tall. Spike Lee is quite. Small and yeah, the way he did, it was like it—it it was like a baby or something. Just yeah. the way he was holding it as well. It was fantastic. It was really, really good. <laughs> uh, well, remember that really not a good speech. But remember, was it the makeup with the two women did that awkward thing where they were kind of trading one? They each did one line each, and it felt like it went on forever. Yeah, yeah. There were three people. There were three. But I think the guy didn't say much. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah. Oh, and they, they, well, they had stuff written down, and they, yeah. Clearly had rehearsed it, but yeah. were awful. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was very stilted. It, it was kind of one of the most entertaining speeches in a car crash kind of way. It was like, yeah. oh god, this is this is not good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, any other moments? There's, there, there's a reason why all the uh, acting and that and, and speeches like that they're best. Yes. Yeah, because they're used to public speaking. Yeah. yeah. I, I often do like when you see people who are totally unprepared, who aren't celebrities, who get that mm. little moment. Mm-hmm. It like it goes one of two ways. You ever get people who are like really overexcited and living yeah. for it. Usually, when some gays win best makeup, they're always like having the best time. Yeah. Or sometimes you get people who are just like, oh, I'm better off behind the camera. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't like this. So mm-hmm. anyway. Um, I mean, well, we all know that Olivia Coleman's speech was the best. I mean, yes. she blew a raspberry in the middle. She did. Oh, that was great. Yeah, I forgot about that, yeah. Because she saw the, the, the flash up, like, please hurry up. And she, yeah. I think she gave it the finger as well. Like, <laughs> she kind of blew a raspberry and I'm like, 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 like. Yeah. oh, bless her. She's mm-hmm. the best. Um, Which yeah. is fair. Like, I, I, I do always love when it's this point in life. These kind of awards, these ones feel like this is the career award. Yeah, like they may only get one in their mm-hmm. lifetime, and they've worked very hard for it. The other ones, like all, all the behind the scenes stuff, makeup, production design, I have no idea. Yeah. So maybe it's it's the same, but mm-hmm. maybe it's like something that they might kind of they could quite easily get again for mm-hmm. doing very little or something. Yeah. I, I have no idea. No. But uh, yeah, when you see somebody that you just that invested in get their award, and then the music comes on to play them off, you, yeah. 
everybody hates the Oscars at that point. They do, yeah, it's really annoying. But I, I like it when people are just like, no, I'm, I'm standing the same up. Like Spike mm-hmm. Lee, I think he was like, don't play that music, I've got yeah. some things to say. Yeah. And it shows like how respected he is that I, f- I don't think they did play him off. I think mm-hmm. they let him finish. Mm-hmm. Whereas I think if, like, say, a best makeup person had been like, hey, I've got things to say, so guy, put your stick down, yeah. they would have been like, no, they would have yeah. probably played them off even yeah. faster. Like, there's definitely a you know a hierarchy to that. Yeah. So yeah, um, I always like that. I think the, the best one of those is Julia Roberts when she won, and she just spent half of her speech berating the stick guy. <laughs> like, I'm not done. <laughs> uh, yeah. Any other moments particularly from the show? Um, not now. So, what do you think of all the the, the hosts? The um, oh, the guests, the, the, the presenters. Yeah. So, in lieu of a host, they just had obviously the presenters coming on. I don't believe they got Jason Momoa up there. That was good fun. Yeah. What was he there for? <laughs> it's a a come on, you know, a popular film. Yeah, but like, it's not that popular a film relatively. You know, it's just it's a good blockbuster. Sure. Yeah. Well, um, you know, like it it did well. Yeah. And it's a blockbuster. Well, you know, they it's, had it's a, to. they had Amelia Clark, and I guess she was in Solo, which is nominated technically. So. Yeah. Um, um, and everybody's all about her Game of Thrones yeah exactly well, but so. you could argue what's that got to do with the Oscars that's not even a film right? true true yeah. but it's it's the biggest thing on telly yeah it is so true yeah. well something the... last night Jason Momoa was the biggest thing on telly so. <laughs> 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 um, um, yeah I because like, last year when they got uh, Chadwick Boseman yes it was because Black Panther I think just come out mm-hmm. and so obviously missed that Oscar season and they, they got him up and it was just all the big sort of everybody was still getting over the, the, the film premieres of, of Black Panther and that was all very exciting getting him up there to present an award for I believe Best Actress mm-hmm. um, I can't remember for sure uh, well I think he was filling in for Casey Affleck oh yes that's correct yes yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah when he when he came up it was very much like oh that's great because this film might actually like have some Oscar Oscar buzz about it yeah. this time next year mm-hmm. and, and uh, yeah Aquaman, on the other hand... Well, you never know, do you? You never know. <laughs> well, I mean, this passed, because it, it... Oh, it was released too... It, 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 oh, it, was, it. it was eligible. It was, yeah. But, like... Robbed. Aquaman robbed. <laughs> Where was that best makeup win? Yeah. <laughs> best costume. Best costume, yeah. I mean, I've not seen it, but... Nicole Kidman wearing fish. Yeah. See? Like, she looked crazier than Gaga. Yeah. <laughs> in a meat dress. I'm... I'm, I'm... See, the more you talk, talking, the more I'm wishing it had been nominated. Um, yeah, I, I liked. I, I liked it that they managed to get Barbara Streisand out just purely so they could oh, yeah. show Richard E. Grant having a little fangirl yeah. moment. <laughs> they, they cut back to that in the montage. At the they end did. Of the day. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, I had a clear highlight. <laughs> he didn't hold back at that. Point. No, no. He, yeah. I love. I love. He's, he's just such an was he jazz just, hands as well. At that I point. think he might have jazz hands. Yeah, yeah. Less, less, he was just yeah. <laughs> I love how he's such a, fan, a huge fanboy. It's great. Mm. Um, who else was good? Amy Poehler and Maya Rudolph and uh, Tina Fey were good at the mm. beginning as well. Yeah. Which they just hosted it. Yeah, they were good because they, they kind of did the opening monologue. Didn't they, they, they basically took the opening monologue yeah. job. It was they, a shortened they, version. but Yeah, they, they probably did talk for like a good, at least five minutes. Yeah, longer than any of the other like, presenters. And that's when they did all the joke the jokes about the Oscars, yes. told by the Oscars, which happened yeah. at the start of exactly. every Oscars. Yeah. It just yeah. made me wish they were there for the whole thing. Like that would have been great. Yeah. A trio of really funny women yeah. would have been perfect, but for whatever reason, yeah. There was no whoopee. People said she might be doing oh, yeah. that, that rumour. Obviously, mm. it was just a rumour. Mm. I guess she really is ill. So. Mm. Not like seriously ill, but she'd been off work sick for her, the mm. talk show she's on in America. And they were like, oh, is she just rehearsing for the Oscars? Because she'd said she would be interested, but mm. I guess she really did just come down with a cold or something. Who knows? Mm. Um, yeah, it's a I mean, shame. Get Ellen back. Yeah, well, I, she, I think she'd still be my favourite host of the Oscars I've watched. By a long way. She was very good, yeah. Mm. We, we, we watched both of her um, previous stints, didn't mm. we, after the show, and they, they hold up. She's yeah. funny. Again, maybe she didn't want to. It's a, it's a big job. Yeah, it's a thankless but... task, you know. It's a, yeah. Anyway, any other moments we've not talked about particularly? Not that I can think of. So the ones that won the... Oh, yeah, no, we talk about acceptance speeches. So the film that won the most, I believe, was Bohemian Rhapsody. <sighs> um, along with Black Panther, wasn't it? Didn't they both win three? Three Oh, multiple. No, Bohemian Rhapsody won four. Okay. And then Black Panther, Green Book, and Robot all won three. Yeah, lovely. So, yeah. Well, I thought they were the big boys. Mm-hmm. Uh, of the best picture nominees, I believe, the did they all win something? Let's have a look. So, Green Book won several. Black Panther won one. Black Klansman won one. No, Black Panther won three. Black Klansman won at least one. But we wrapped the favourite, Robot. Yeah, they all won at least one. So, there's not, nothing from best picture that oh, went nice. home empty handed. That's nice. Yeah. I think it's a shame for Can You Ever Forgive Me, which was not a Best Picture nominee. Mm. And the, the only one that I think it was going to win was Richard E. Grant, if it was going to win anything. But I think that should have been in the Best Picture, just because it was very good. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. There were quite a lot. 
this a lot of the films I saw this year that weren't Best Picture I liked a lot more than the ones that weren't nominated for Best Picture. Mm-hmm. Like most, you know, I really loved um, a few of the Best Pictures. Obviously, the favorite, Black Panther. Um, but can you forgive me? If Beale Street could talk and the Ballad of Buster Scruggs actually would all have definitely been in my top five had they been nominated. Mm. And sadly, they were not. But yeah. Mm. Oh, well. Anyway, but, yeah. So I don't know if it's necessarily that there was. It's weird because they were fewer than usual this year. They only had the eight. And you'd think that meant that there wasn't much that was nominatable, but I think actually they just didn't choose necessarily the right films. Yeah, I agree. So, which is a shame. But anyway, on the whole, that's it. On the whole, I think good Oscars. Oh uh, yeah, I think it was a pleasing Oscars. It was good fun. Yeah, yeah, a lot of worthy winners, good speeches. Mm-hmm. I, f- I hope they bring back a host next year if it's a good host. Um, yeah, me too. But I don't think it needs it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think this one it it, it did do well not mm-hmm. having a host. Like it, it didn't feel like there was something missing. Yeah. I think it meant there was no filler, which was good. Because mm-hmm. there's always those filler bits, like when all the when Jimmy Kimmel brought all the audience members in, and that oh, was just went on forever. That? I hated that. But then there was also some funny bits that Jimmy Kimmel did. You know, he did yeah. have his, his moments. So yeah, you just miss those little viral moments more than anything. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. a selfie. I said, yeah, it was good. I think that would be my favourite Oscar moment. Just... just just Ellen taking a selfie. Yeah. Easily pleased. It was great. It just was. the way that the whole audience just rushed towards it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it was the ultimate <laughs> selfie. Like, yeah, and it, it was it was fantastic. Yeah. So yeah, it's moments like that. It was a great know. advert for a phone that nobody bought and remembers. Was that for a phone? Yeah. What, what, what phone were they advertising? Uh, I don't know, but it, it, it wasn't a, an iPhone. Oh, okay. But then she was caught using Twitter for the iPhone app um. Um, behind, <laughs> behind the scenes. Oh, dear. Maybe that's why she hasn't been brought back. Yeah. <laughs> Great. So I guess that wraps up our, our Oscar season for 2019. Mm-hmm. And now it's back to, I guess, oh, we've got the post-Oscars crap film fest. Well, that's going to bring us this year. That should oh, be yeah. exciting. And then we'll get the summer blockbuster season. Yes. And then we'll get another little crap film fest in the autumn. And then we'll get next year's Oscars. Yes. Good good, good prediction for the year, though, John. Yeah, that's, that's right. You, you missed out the Christmas rush. A little, a little Christmas rush will be good, yeah. Too. Well, that kind of ties in with the, the yeah. I guess yeah. I got a lot of the Oscars films come out in January, February, don't they? So mm. yeah, I love the Christmas rush. What's the big Christmas film this year? Star Wars. Oh, of course, yes. Good. Looking forward to that. I, I, I'm hoping that they're just back on track. Like, yep, December release. That's what we're doing. Yeah, now. we know where we went wrong. Yeah, no more, no more, no more summer stuff. I mean, that's not what was wrong with Han Solo, but no, but yeah. probably didn't help. Uh, but yeah, cool. So thank you for listening, and please stay tuned. And if you want to hear more of our film reviews, make sure you. Join our VIP listener group on Patreon for as much or as little as you want. As little as $2 a month will get you access to this weekly show. Uh, and obviously, please keep listening to the main show, where we'll be returning to our regularly scheduled programming with more film sequel pictures mm-hmm. and things. Uh, good good, good plug. Yeah, I'd yeah. say I'm not doing my usual sign-off, because it's, uh, it's thrown me completely. Yeah. Awesome, hungover. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, join us on Friday for the next film we're going to be doing, which is The Shape of Water. Mm. On the main show. Are we not putting this episode out today? Oh, you're right. I've, I've got ahead of myself. No, join us on Friday for... Um, Clue. Clue. Clue, that's it. Sorry. Yes. My brain is not working. No. And spoiler alert, the week after that we're doing The Shape of Water. So there Just, you go. To celebrate the Oscars. Yeah, exactly. Cool. Which means next it... year we have to do Green Book. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, given that last year we did La La Land and that didn't win. So. True, yeah. Yeah, we can pick something else. Yeah. yeah. The favourite. Yeah. Oh, yes, let's do that. Mm. Well, yep. Yeah. See you then. See All you right. Until next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.